Sorry about that. What is happening? Where's the opening music? I should already have that set. There we go. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Film Junkie Live. It is Flash Week, officially. That's right. We're finally here. The premiere, of course, is like kicking off right now. I'm not sure exactly when images are going to start to flow or whatever the heck, but uh, we'll talk about some... uh, We'll see what happens when it comes to all this. Obviously, we're going to be doing tweets, going to be talking about all kinds of things, so I'm sure some videos... From the red carpet and everything will be uh, showing up during the stream. So thank you guys for showing up. And of course, hit that like, thumbs up, subscribe to the channel, hit that notification bell so you know when I'm doing all this. That would surely uh, help. It surely helps things. And I appreciate you guys. Follow me, of course, on all the sock meds and everything. You can support Patreon. We got there. You got the member if you want to do that. Super chats. Hey, it all helps. You guys are awesome. That's all I got to say about that. All right. Who's out there? All right. We got Miss Jackson. Anyone out there? Yeah, that's what I was wondering, too. Seems like people are. Patrick, why so serious? Barry TV in sunny Philadelphia. Still got to watch Barry. I've heard it's really good, and I need to check that out for sure. For sure. Mr. Nobody, all right. What's the deal with the movie star allegations? What is the deal with all the sexual assault? It's pretty interesting. Howdy, what's going on, Galactic Fearsome? Good to see you. What a day, nearly t- I know, right? Feels like it's been more. Feels like it's been more. What's going on, Arson? It's good to see you. We got Eric Patterson right here. Ahoy, ahoy, Mr. Jason McKenzie. Good to see you too, buddy. We got Tony Movie Chappie D9, Neil Blomkamp fan. What is happening? All right, we got Miss Nighthawk. Hello, gorgeous. How are you? Always good to see you. James Noel, what's going on? We got Ted as well. And DJ Justin, good to see you, buddy. Always good to see you. Mark Keller, seeing Flash Thursday at 510 in Maryland. Well, there you go. Hopefully, you guys got your tickets. I, of course, got tickets, taking Miss Nighthawk, my brother, my brother's girlfriend, and then my nephew's going. So we got a, we got a party going uh, this Thursday to go see The Flash again. I think I'll do like a second screening reaction or something like that. I don't know. Eric, hey, Dave. So in your intro, you go Superman test screenings, and I go, whoa, 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 did Gun film it that quick? Then I saw your Q to screen test. Or, oh, yeah. I, whoops. So I uh, flubbed up that a little bit. My bad. All right, Mr. Vega, nice song. Yeah, I figured I was like, you know what? I've been always, when I, when I do the opening, it's always been very synthy and, you know, just all like synthesizer like. I was like, you know what? Let me find some like, just rock music to put right there. So, James Newport, what's going on, buddy? Flash week. That's right. Uh, I was going to flash you guys, but, uh, you know, I, I'm not going to show the nipples, you know. <laughs> I'm a child. I'm a child, guys. I'm a child. Happy Superman Day, too, by the way. It is Superman Day. And, of course, we'll be talking about some Superman legacy stuff. What's going on, Miss Stephanie T? Always great to see you. Thank you for the $5 super chat. Like I said, guys, always much appreciated when it comes to the chats. 
you know, help support the work. Superman and Lois got renewed for season four. New, I know. Well, yeah, we'll go over that. I did retweet that. So when it, when it comes to the tweets, we'll talk about a little bit about that. What's going on, Mr. Axel Droga? Flash week again. You know, I'm just going to end up flashing you guys. Uh, probably. <laughs> probably going to happen. What's going on, Casey? Good to see you, you sexy bitch. All right. <laughs> yep, it's canceled. Probably. Probably, probably, probably. Anyways, guys. All right. Appreciate you guys. As always, we've got a lot to go over, of course, today. I don't think anything's really started to roll in when it comes to the Flash premiere. You know, I think everybody... It's going to be all eyes on Ezra because, obviously, Ezra has been not doing any kind of promotion, which is a bummer because I'm sure all the press junkets and, and things with Ezra would have been fantastic because Ezra's pretty, pretty damn funny. He's a quite uh, personality for sure. So we'll see what happens, though, when it comes to the red carpet. We'll get some of that Ezra charm, hopefully, that Ezra humor and everything. So that's what I'm kind of looking forward to when it comes to all that. So anyways, all right, let's get right to it. Let's just jump right into it. Hopefully you guys had a good weekend. I had a good weekend. Thank you, everybody who participated in the Patreon stream. I did the Patreon stream over the weekend. So if you want to be a part of that, subscribe to the Patreon. Become part of the Patreon family. You can come on, have a chat. Of course, there's a lot to talk about, especially like the Schumacher cut, which was uh, that just kind of came out of nowhere last week, which very excited about. And uh, well, well, we'll go. We'll talk more about that, of course, when we get to the tweets, the tweets, the tweets. And speaking of Flash, here we go. Oh, look at that. Oh, my God. I swear. When you try to, I mean, you just see stuff like this. You're like, damn it, I want that. Iron Studios. Look at that. And then you got Young Barry right there. And then, of course, you got Mr. Michael Keaton Batman. That is, I love that. See, okay. Remember when I was when I was making fun of that poster? Remember when I was making fun of that poster of him, like, on the poster next to the Batmobile on the ledge? And he's like in a weird stance. Why couldn't he just be standing like this next to the Batmobile? That's what I wanted. I didn't want him. He didn't need to be like in like a weird motion. It would have been sweet if he was like this standing by the Batmobile. Because that would have been a callback to the promotion of Batman 89 when he was standing like this. Anyways, also I have my little vodka spritzer tonight. So cheers everybody. Cheers to the end of Monday. Hmm. Prototype, though, not final. It says it right there, but these look actually beautiful. But I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I would have preferred that or something, you know? I don't know. That's just me. That's just me. Okay. Keep going. Keep going. All right. Yep. We'll try to get through these right here. Mr. Ed's screen right there. Yay. Tom Cruise showing that he's been running in Mission Impossible movies for since 1996, which is great. Keep going, keep going. Uh, let's see, let's see. Black Mirror's happening. Oh, yeah. So Black Mirror, the new season of Black Mirror is happening, and the creator, Charlie Brooker, he toyed with ChatGPT by having it write an episode of the series, which, according to him, was shit. It was shit. So I guess that's a good thing. All it's done is look up uh, all the synopsis of other episodes and mush them together. There's not actually any... Yeah, well, I mean, it's not quite there yet, but it keeps on evolving, which is scary. Absolutely scary. Oh, man, we got a new Ahsoka. A little spot right here, August 23rd. That's going to be great. Keep going. That's a cool Batman Dark Knight poster right there. What the hell's going on in New York, man? 
Blame Canada. Blame Canada. Jesus. Has it cleared up yet? Is it still looking really crappy? Because there's like, there's like 500 fires in Canada right now. Canada is like burning to the ground, which is weird. You wouldn't think, you wouldn't think it was that dry up there for all the four, you know, it's dry over here in California. We get fires all the time, but man, it is crazy up there, but looking pretty nutty. Uh, this scene right here, this crazy scene that you see in Across the Spider-Verse, took four years to complete. So the whole scene where all the spider people are chasing after Miles, holy crap, took four years. And you can see why. It's, that's what's so beautiful about that freaking movie, and that's why it's probably going to be the best movie of the year, at least in my, my, my ranking. Uh, we got Mr. Uh, Junkie XL right here talking about, uh, of course, what happened last week when it came to Vanity Fair, releasing the interview with Zack Snyder and all those images. Uh, hopefully, I, you know, I would like to get uh, Mr. Junkie XL back on the Vodka stream. Remember, he showed up on the Vodka stream before the Snyder Cut came out and talked about all kinds. And he was just fucking fantastic. So this is a pretty cool uh, drawing right here of Adam West Batman. Love that. Love that. And then, yeah, I mean, it's still, it hasn't, I mean, obviously they can't say anything right now, but according to The Hollywood Reporter, Andy Muschietti is the top choice to direct Batman, The Brave and the Bold. Multiple sources tell THR, the, though there is no script, writer strike, and thus no formal commitment from the filmmaker until some, uh, until one materializes post-writer strike. So, yeah, I don't know. We probably won't hear anything until after the writer strike, which sucks, which sucks. And then, of course... Last week, hopefully you guys watched my my reviews and everything when it comes to The Flash and can't wait for everybody else to see it and everybody else to just uh, just hear what everybody else has to say. Can't wait for that. And it was Ghostbusters Day last week. 39 years ago, the Ghostbusters came out. One of my all-time favorite movies, wearing the hat today. So that was cool, Ghostbusters Day. Gotta love that. Keep going, keep going. Happy Ghostbusters Day. Uh, oh, yeah, we also got uh, Blue Beetle. Of course, that's going to be the next DC film that's going to be coming out. And uh, we got the McFarlane already. T Todd McFarlane already showing off the Blue Beetle McFarlane. Oh, man. I, like I said, I've been trying not to buy new toys, but, man, I'm getting the itch. I, want, I need some Flash Funkos and Flash McFarlanes and everything. So I'm just like, good God. And then we got the poster right here. We got a new poster for uh, McFarlane. Yeah, it's... Uh, it's a little uh, floating headish, yes. Still kind of cool, though. I like this part right here. Not too shabby. I like the little border right there as well. And then, of course, we got the standalone Blue Beetle poster, which is pretty sweet. And then, of course, we got uh, Carapax, Conrad Carapax. That's the, uh, is that the McFarlane right there of that? So that's pretty interesting. Keep going. Oh, yeah. And then there's this with the Mortal Kombat 1 game. Apparently, Jean-Claude Van Damme is starring as Johnny Cage. Well, we all know that when it comes to Mortal Kombat, Johnny Cage was based, I guess you could say, based off of Jean-Claude Van Damme, which is always, you know, it's just weird when you have Carl Urban that is rumored to play him. I just don't know if that's going to actually work. I just, I, I just don't know. I just don't know if that's going to actually work. I don't know if that's going to work. I could tell you one thing that is not working. Twisted Metal! Paramount series, or is it Peacock? Paramount or Peacock? Peacock. I always get the two Ps mixed up. Peacock. Did you guys see this monstrosity? What the hell? 
I played this game when it first came out. And I thought, okay, if they're going to do like a series, why not? But did you see this shit? What is this? We don't get a trailer, we get this clip. And it's awful. It's fucking awful. What is this? We don't get any car action because Twisted Metal is more about the cars and all the craziness, the chaos with all that. No, we get Anthony Mackie fighting, what's his name? With uh, Will Arnett's voice. This is awful. Awful. It's a little funny. I don't know about that. What's funny about this? How awful it is? What? That's funny about there's nothing. I mean, yeah, they're definitely setting a tone, and it's something that I'm not going to... I don't know if I'm going to want to watch it, man. But that is just terrible. Ah, A lot of people were not liking it. Not a lot of people were liking it. But hey... What could he do? Uh, uh, maybe it'll be good still. Maybe it'll be good. It's just this little... It's just weird that we don't get, like, a teaser. We just get a clip right away. That's the first look that we get. I don't know. I don't know. It's all freaking crazy. Thank you to whoever uh, subscribed. Appreciate it. And then, speaking of Ghostbusters, what's going on here? What is this? As a Ghostbusters fan, we got the new logo for the new movie. I'm excited. So we got ice. We got ice over the logo. First off, I'm, I, I am worried that the new Ghostbusters movie is going to get delayed. I don't want it to get delayed. I want it to come out this year because, because I love the fact that we, we're, we're, we're getting a new Ghostbusters film. We're getting a new Indiana Jones film, and we're getting Michael Keaton back. There's just a lot of like cool shit from, from childhood coming out this year, so hopefully it doesn't get postponed. It's supposed to come out at the end of the month, but they released this just logo right here. Nothing else, just a logo, the standard logo with ice. It's almost like uh, the logo was flying down through some ice. Are we going to get some kind of, I don't know, paranormal creature that's like an abominable snowman? It's going to take place in the Arctic? I don't know what's going on here, but... I dig this logo right here. It kind of makes you wonder, too, because they are currently filming it, which there's like so, there's a video from the set that, that'll, that, that'll show you right here, too. But they are filming it, and I always kind of wonder, are they ever going to bring back Vigo? I mean, obviously, that's what you kind of do. I mean, they brought back, you know, uh, Gozer in the first one. So are they going to try to bring back Vigo at one point? Is there going to be any kind of Vigo mention, you know, from Ghostbusters 2? Who knows? But cool logo. Like the logo. And here's the video right here from Miss McKenna, right? McKenna Grace right here doing some lip singing. And then she's just on set right there just doing like a little cool little dance showing everybody the set from the firehouse, which is pretty sweet. Right on the set. Show the outside. Show the... There it is. I like it. So, yeah. So they're filming it right now. I'm just kind of curious. What's happening on it? What's happening? Who's the big baddie? Who's the, the paranormal baddie that we're going to get? But I wonder if there's going to be a... V- yeah. Oh, there you go. Ghostbusters Sub-Zero. I like that. I like that. All right. Keep going. Keep going. Of course, I uh, watched the Transformers. And then, yes, guys, if you um, go to the RT Schumacher cut, they're doing a whole little GoFundMe kind of thing. If you want to do do that and make a donation to it, go for it. Obviously, it seems like we're actually going to be getting the damn thing. That's that's so that's good. 
Uh, this is pretty funny right here. <laughs> uh, Mr. Aaron Bailey. Obviously, you could tell who that is. That's Henry Cavill. Did a good job with that one. His name is Henrich Shavel. Henrich Shavel. And then we got Rebel Moon updates. Rebel Moon updates. We're already kind of, you know, obviously we got a big update last week when it came to the Vanity Fair piece. But Rebel Moon updates right here, they, they took all the little cards so you could see all the characters and their cards and everything and get a, get a little description. So it's pretty cool. Like there's Mr. Hunnam, Kai, Kaige, I think his name is. I don't know. And then we got Gunner right there. We got Dar uh, Mr. Bloodaxe. We got everybody, General Titus. So you can get the whole the whole group right there, which is pretty sweet. Pretty sweet. All right, keep going. We got Dustin Ma Macy, Massey. There's the Nightmare Crew. Pretty sweet. I like it. Andy Muschietti, of course, looking very stylish in the little prototype for the Flash Cal, which nobody likes. <laughs> Not a lot of people like, but you know. I think uh, when you watch the movie, it doesn't really bother you. It doesn't really bother, didn't bother me. And then, of course, the goats, the goats. Michael Keaton making another big surprise appearance at a fan screening. So this is pretty sweet right here. Forgot to turn that on. There we go. <laughs> Of course, the camera goes to the crowd. There he is. And then I like this right here. There you go. Do it. Doing his little pose right there. You got to love that. The goats. The goats. And... <laughs> I, I'm, I, 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 again, guys, I like Dwayne Johnson. I do. I mean, the things that happened with Black Adam and Henry Cavill, it kind of, there's things that I was hearing and everything that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. But it is pretty crazy because obviously it has not been, it has not been the best past few months when it comes to Dwayne Johnson and Seven Buck Productions because... They lost out on all the DC stuff. I think they thought they were going to get the DC Studios. They were going to lead DC Studios. Black Adam was going to be like the big baddie, and Black Adam was going to be in numerous movies and all that kind of stuff. That didn't happen. So then, of course, he went back to Fast, to the Fast franchise, which probably a good idea because Young Rock got canceled after three seasons. Hey, three seasons, not too bad. I didn't think it was going to last more than one. I didn't watch it, but it wasn't, not, I, I didn't really care for it, but, you know, whatever. But so Young Rock got canceled after, after one season. And then there's something else, too, that I'll, uh, I'll mention when we get a little further up that has to do with Dwayne Johnson and his other thing that he has, his other big thing. I know that sounded weird, his other big thing. Uh, but anyways, uh, and then of course, yes, this was like the big news that happened, if, just in case you guys missed it. Hey man, can I tell you something else? You know yes, what I got a copy of? <laughs> Batman Forever, the fucking Schumacher cut. Ooh. Oh. That's right, so guess what I'm gonna do? I probably shouldn't be talking about this. Warner Brothers is going to take my ticket away. Oh, bullshit. Slip they you told you to copy. do this, Kev. So they you and told me you. talk about it on that June 19th show. So first we'll talk about Flash. Then we can review the Schumacher cut of Batman Forever. I've watched it. It's longer. 
170 minutes. 170 minutes. You know how the movie starts with fucking, you know, you don't remember? It starts with Two Face, um, you know, fucking busting into the bank and shit like that. Mm -hmm. That don't happen for like 15 minutes in the original. He's got to break out of Arkham. Uh, It's crazy. It's a crazy good copy, too, man. Off and Avid. It's got like temp score and everything. So (laughs) on the June 19th show, we're going to be talking about it. Excellent. Uh, you might even show a fucking clip, not online, ah! because we'll get thrown yeah, Don't get crazy. In the room. I almost want to go at now. Scum and Villainy Cantina. Ah, I kind of want to go. Maybe we do the show and then afterwards, I don't know, maybe it's on maybe a weekday it night, up, though. Maybe you wind up seeing what we talked about after the fucking show. In the room. Jeez. That'll be a treat. That will be a treat, but, you know, we'll see. We shall see. We shall see what happens with that. Um, this poster is awesome right here. I actually got this poster when I went and saw the flash last week. I, I never seen it before, but I grabbed this poster. This poster is pretty damn awesome with the hourglass and everything. And you got everybody in there and all the flash logos. This is a really, really good poster. And again, these are fan made. These are fan made posters that they're u- using to give to people showing up to the screenings, which is great. And then, of course, we got this one right here, too, with when it comes to Worlds Collide. Worlds Collide. And then, oh, man, terrible news, uh, bad news on the Gladiator 2 set. Apparently, a stunt sequence, The crew, me- uh, several crew members were injured on, a, on the set of um, Gladiator 2. The crew members have all been treated and experienced no life-threatening injuries. So, thankfully, it, was, it wasn't uh, too bad right there. So, that's good. That's good. Okay, and I love this right here. Dark Knight style poster in the animated series with Joker and Two-Face. That's pretty sweet. And then here's another angle. Here's another angle from Michael Keaton right here. So this is when he's about to enter. So he's just waiting for his time. So we get the angle. There it is. Look at that. So cool. I don't know what that music is. Oh, hey guys, we're gonna get to meet the Flintstones again. How many times have we met the freaking Flintstones? Flintstones, meet the Flintstones. Well, apparently we're gonna meet them again because a new animated Flintstones film is showing up. They probably saw what happened with Mario and said, "Oh, we got to do that now. We got to do that." Across the Spider Verse, we got an international poster that looks pretty sweet. I like that. Different multiverses for Zai. And it's crazy, too, because this right here, if you guys remember, like almost three years ago, I posted a video about Batman Forever and the Red Book Edition. This is before it was all released to Schumacher cut. But I remember when I caught wind of the, of, you know, the actual, you know, of all the stuff when it came to that. It was called the Red Book Edition at first, but... Um, obviously the, the Schumacher cut became like the thing because obviously when it comes to the Snyder cut, the cultural phenomenon that it actually is in creating the fact that you put a so-and-so released the so-and-so cut. But yeah, I did a video almost three years ago. This was when the pandemic like was like first kicking into gear. And I remember I, f- I recorded the video and then I went to, um, I went to Las Vegas to visit my dad. Crazy time flies. 
here's what I was talking about. <laughs> I mean, who knows? Uh, but I don't know. I, I don't know one person who is watching the XFL. I don't know one person. Okay. I thought about tr trying to give it a shot, but I don't have cable. I have streaming. I don't watch anything. But according to this, uh, this right here to wrestling wrestle ops, the rocks XFL reportedly lost upwards to $60 million this season and cut some jobs as a result, according to Forbes. So yes, they posted this. This is according to Forbes. Hey, Hey, I just don't. Yeah, it's just not been a good, not been good for Dwayne Johnson right here. Definitely not been good. Definitely not been good. But hey, what could he do? You know, The Rock tried. Hey, he'll he'll be okay. He'll be okay. He'll be perfectly okay. I think he'll be fine. He'll land on his feet. He's got plenty of money. Plenty of money. All right, continuing on. Let's see. Look at we got a close up right here of the bat suits. That's pretty cool. I think there was supposed to be like something that was supposed to connect to this piece right there but yeah there's those bat suits that were like on display somewhere pretty sweet all right continue on happy 30 year anniversary to jurassic park gotta love that and keep going keep going hey guys uh congratulations to the u.s we are the ones that are mostly on antidepressants <laughs> jesus christ out of all the countries the u.s is on antidepressants the most if you're not first you're last jace tell you what and then speaking of kevin smith he said this week at smod cinemas thursday friday saturday at seven you can watch uh to watch uh, with Kev the Flash, which is cool, and then of course he's got a signed he's got a signed hat. Look at that, he's got a signed hat of all the Justice League cast right there. So that's pretty sweet. So anybody who's going to be attending that enjoysy. Uh, let's see, and this is cool too. I want we, the, the, somebody made because uh, you know Scott and I are talking about uh, Superman the animated series. Superman the Animated Series on DC Fanimated every Sunday at 7 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. Somebody made this rock version of the... Uh That's pretty sweet. Come on. Gotta love that. Dark Side from Phil Cho. And then Phil Cho, he made... I mean, he made the, uh, the Flash Batflex suit. He made it all black. I dig it. I dig it. Even though I do like the fact that they finally utilized the, the blue and gray color scheme. I do like that. Thank you to whoever subscribed right now. Anyways, and then we got some new images. Margot Robbie looking gorgeous. And then Jesus Christ, Mr. Uh, Mr. Biceps right here. Okay, we get it. We get it, Gosling. You got some pretty veiny big biceps. We get it. We get it. But yeah, new shots. All kinds of new stuff that came out when it came to... When it came to the Barbie movie, Tyler Hoechlin, Hecklin, I always say his name wrong, but uh, he talked about Superman Legacy. He said right here, I'm passing the torch onto the next person and it will be soon. It's fun to be a part of something that's bigger than you, like a small part of this huge legacy, seeing how much it means to the people around you. So obviously being Superman Day and we're going to be talking more about Superman. I'm actually, you know, this is nice that Tyler Hecklin Talked about Superman Legacy and the fact that it's like, yeah, I'm going to pass the torch. Maybe not quite yet. One more season, it's looking like. One more season. 
We have an Avatar uh, Frontiers of Pandora game that's going to be coming out. That was just announced today. Follows the abducted Navi that has been taught to fight against their own. But during a battle, the Navi character is put into a cryo sleep for 15 years. Sounds awesome. Sounds pretty damn awesome. Keep going. Oh, this is funny right here. So I watched the Arnold doc. Anybody watch the Arnold doc yet? You know, I tried to watch FUBAR. Eh, I didn't really like FUBAR that much. But the Arnold doc is interesting, obviously. He's an interesting, he's a larger-than-life character. I like how, because we talked about it on the Vodka stream, so I watched it on Saturday. And I like how it's three parts. It's when he was doing the, the bodybuilding part one, and then, of course, the acting and then, and then the politician. I, I liked how they broke it up. And, uh, you know, they talk about everything. They talk about its controversies and everything, too. But one of the things that was funny was that when they were talking about Last Action Hero coming out, it bombed. I forget that it bombed that at the box office. And apparently that really and it got really bad reviews, and it tore Arnold apart. And then James Cameron was saying that he ca called him, and he said he sounded like he was in bed crying. He took, it as he took it as a deep blow to his brand. I think it really shook him. And it's funny because now it's become a cult classic. That's what's so great about it. I love Last Action Hero. It's one of my favorite Arnold movies. It's top five, 100%. Top five favorite Arnold movie, Last Action Hero. It's fantastic. You haven't seen it yet? It's a parody. It's Arnold Schwarzenegger parodying himself. It's fantastic. He's parodying himself the whole time, and I love it. But it's kind of cool because in the doc, they talk about how the next movie that he did was with James Cameron, and that was True Lies, and that movie was huge. So, But I love Lax Action Hero. So, I can't believe they didn't like the action hero. Come on. It's, 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 I don't like it. They said bad things about me, the critics. Come on. Why? The bad guy's in there. Oh, no. What the hell? Thought we weren't gonna have to hear from this, this um, psycho again. Um, you guys remember Max Landis? <laughs> remember Max Landis? Yeah, he blocked me on Twitter a long time ago. I forgot why. I was pushing back. I think he was going off on you know he was always against Snyderverse and Zack Snyder. He was always against it because you know Max Landis was just a super talented director and everything like that. And you know writing his daddy's coke coattails oh yeah maybe his daddy's coke tales as well um no i don't know who knows hey you know for all i know he's gonna end up seeing this and try to sue me but um yeah met max Lane. and then of course a bunch of um women came out and talked about his behavior sexual assault all that stuff and then he was pretty much canceled we haven't heard from him in a while but apparently I came across this on the timeline. I regret to inform that Max Landis has somehow resurfaced making his own DCU fan films on YouTube where he plays most of the male characters. That's right. He can't use the logos, but he can use the color schemes. There he is as Lex. That's right. This is what this freaking douche is doing right now. And you can actually watch the entire trailer, one which is awful. One of the normal people. Awful. But you're not. You're one of us. You're one of the weirdos. Uh, yeah. I think I might just get away with it. I, I mean, I, I guess he's, he's not trying. He's not trying to be, you know, 
super good with it. I mean, look at that bald cap looks like shit. So, I mean, I guess he's just not, he's not trying to be, it's just, he, I guess he's just having fun. I don't know, but it's awful. It's awful. It's really bad. I mean, well, he doesn't have his crazy color. Look at that. You have, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, he's trying. Well, that's just a shit sandwich right there. Just saying. But, hey, what could he do? So there you go. If you're wondering what Max Landis has been up to, that's what he's been up to. Remember, he was supposed to remake uh, his dad's movie, American Werewolf in Paris. But um, that didn't happen. Thank God. Thank God. Don't ruin your dad's movie. Don't ruin your dad's movie. Yeah, as you can see right here, Max Landis accused of rape, assault, and psychological abuse. So there you go. That was a headline from 2019. Fuck him. Sad to say, but, you know, Zazie Beats, she was interviewed recently, and she said that she is not appearing in Deadpool 3. That's right, no Domino in Deadpool 3. But then again, with these movies, who knows? She could be lying. She could be doing an Andrew Garfield. So don't, don't fully, you know, don't fully uh, take, take, take her word on it right there. And then uh, apparently Variety, uh, the Golden Globes brand will now be um, now be owned, owned by the same company, Penske Media, that also owns Variety and Deadline. So look at that. The Hollywood Foreign Press Association will shudder as the Golden Globes franchise moves into a new era. Penske Media. I don't know what kind of effect that's going to have, but hey, why not? And then don't believe the BS. You got to love it. But Christopher, Christopher Miller right here, when One Take News posted that, that I think it was like June 18th or something, or maybe July, that Across the Spider-Verse was going to be coming out on video or v, you know VOD or whatever. Christopher Miller said, no, not true. Won't release digitally until August at the earliest. Go see it on the big screen. You won't regret it. That is absolutely correct. Absolutely correct. Then we got Stefan. And I don't even want to say his last name, you know. Obviously, we know who he's playing. He's playing, um, Jesus Christ, I just had it, and I just, my brain. Um, why, the silver dude, why am I drawing a blank? Somebody help me. My, my brain just, like, went, but obviously he's going to be in there. Come on, somebody, somebody in the chat. I am just, where is it? Yeah, but apparently he's going to be in there. Somebody, somebody out there. No, not Silver Surfer. <laughs> Colossus, thank you. Silver St Sable, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, uh, no, you're more wrong than uh, than uh, I was. So yeah, Colossus, right there. Um, apparently, I don't know where the numbers are coming from, but according to Home of DCU, the Flash is outgrossing the Batman in pre-sales in China. That's right, the China prefers the Flash over the Bat in China. China. It's a big market. It could really boost it. it. Could really boost it. And then, of course, Zazie Beats talking about because uh, she's going to be in Joker two still, so that's great. She says right here talking about Lady Gaga in Joker, uh, Joker two. She was uh, such a huge persona on stage and how she presents herself in the world, but on set she just felt like a human person. Maybe this isn't surprising because in interviews she's always very grounded. When we were filming, she wasn't the character of Gaga, but instead, she was Stefani. Stephanie, not Stefani, Stephanie. 
Red carpet. Look at that red carpet. Looking pretty sweet. And I think there are, I think, uh, I think some red carpet images and whatever is going to be showing up pretty soon. Um, did you guys hear about the uh, Las Vegas alien landing or whatever the hell? They released footage and you can't see shit. I'm still kind of wondering if that's even anything. I'm curious about it, but because I heard about it over the weekend, but they released this footage today. It's like a month and a half old and you don't see any aliens or anything like that. So who knows what the hell's going on with that? I don't know. And then, yeah, Superman and Lois reportedly renewed for a fourth season, but apparently they're going to, it's going to be, their, their budget's going to get sliced in half. So it's going to be, that's going to be a struggle right there. They didn't say anything about Gotham Knights. <laughs> it doesn't look like that one's going to be surviving, but yeah, so Superman and Lois looks like they're going to be, it's going to survive, but they're going to get their budget probably cut in half. They're trying to save too, a lot of money, probably maybe even more than that. Who knows? Who knows? Is James Gunn going to be there? Is he going to be at the premiere? Ah, he probably will be. He probably will be. I would not be surprised. He was at the Shazam premiere. He was at the Black Adam premiere. So I wouldn't be surprised if he's, uh, yeah, if he's at the, the Flash premiere. He loves the movie. He definitely loves the movie. All right, so let me see here what's going on. Let's see who is... Well, let's see some pictures and see what now, what's happening. Um, where, okay, we're already seeing some right here. Deadline, 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 deadline. Looks like Deadline's posting some stuff here. So let's go to Deadline there. Yep, yep. I love this. What the heck? Can we remove that? All right. Why this ad? I don't know. Why are you? <laughs> Twitter is weird. <laughs> Twitter is weird. All right, maybe that'll go away. I don't know. It was like a weird ad. I'm like, what? Don't show. Okay. Anyways. Okay. So here we go, guys. Whoop. All right. We got Mr. Peter Saffron. Peter Saffron's here with his wife. It looks like. Turn that down. So we got Peter Saffron showing up. Uh, we got Sasha Kaya right here. Not sure who the blonde lady is. Is that Barbara? Guessing so. Giving us some encouraging advice, so that's pretty sweet. And then we got the whole group right here. Oh, look at even Zazzy Pants. Zazzy Pants showed up. And it looks like DeLuca and Abdi also showed up, too. We got the whole gang right here. Where's Gun? Where's Gun? <laughs> we got Mishkietti's wearing the ring, so that's pretty sweet. It looked like he was flipping off the camera at first. Did you guys think that was the case, too? I was like, whoa, did he just flip off the camera? Jessica Chastain is here. Be careful, Grace. Grace is losing her shit right now. Anyways, yeah. So we got her. She's there. Okay, keep going. There's the they guy, the, you know, Ezra. <laughs> there, looking stylish. That hair is long. Man, so there's Ezra right there. Is that his mom? Is that his mom? Look at Sharp. I like the little folks on the right thing right there, but yeah. Ezra, 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 I just wish, wish Ezra was more animated, but yeah, they're, they're right there, standing in front of himself. Themself. <laughs> okay. So that's all we got so far, it looks like. All right, when it comes to the premiere. 
Anybody else seeing anything else? No interviews or anything? I think Variety is probably there, right? Variety pointing, yeah. Let's see what Variety is. They're posting anything yet. Looking, looking. Nothing yet from Variety, so all right. We'll keep an eye on it, but it looks like Deadline's the first one to do it. Well, the de Deadline really is WBD's like go-to publication, so I could see why Deadline was first. So, But in the meantime, as those are rolling in, we'll talk about Andy Muschietti and Barbara Muschietti doing a little deep dive when it comes to when it comes to the Flash and talking about things that uh, that just getting the Flash going, the adventure to finally get it on the big screen. So they talked with Total Film. So we'll go to this uh, article right here. The Flash filmmakers talk Michael Keaton, Batman rumors, and confirm that wild Tom Cruise story. That's right. Remember, Tom Cruise loved the Flash. They confirm it. Ah, so we got right here, Flash director Andy Muschietti and producer Barbara Muschietti. The DC blockbuster has already been screened countless times for fans and critics alike. Hype is at a critical level with Stephen King's praise and Tom Cruise's enthusiastic cold call, cold call, especially making waves. With so much buzz building around the film, then are the Muschietti siblings feeling the pressure? Andy says no. If anything, we got more confidence in the in, in the thing that we did because the movie was finished by the time that Cruz and King saw it, so it was a confidence boost, if anything. And Barbara says right here, it's a very cynical industry, industry, and to hear people that really have no skin in the game because they have nothing to gain, gain just say something that lovely. In the case of Tom Cruise, he called us, talked for 15, talked to us for 15 minutes, praising Andy, praising the film, and it just feels very good because we really work very hard to make these movies. So there you go. I mean, again, I'm just kind of wondering, is Tom Cruise going to actually, I mean, he's got a Twitter account. Tommy Cruise, post, post it. Maybe he can't. I don't know. Maybe he can't do that because he's not it. I don't know. I don't know how all that works when it comes to Twitter accounts and everything, but it would be interesting if Tom Cruise actually did tweet out his satisfaction of watching The Flash. You never know. Okay, and then we could skip that. Uh, this is when they talk about Ezra right here. It says, uh, Ezra got very stimulated by the idea of creating an unlikely team of heroes, explains Andy. Unlikely in the term that they're not the Justice League. They are strange. They are a strange version of that. Initially, they seem like underdogs because, as you see in the movie, Barry is struggling with their superpowers and with young Barry. We have a Batman that is retired, so initially we he doesn't seem to be in a good place. He's re a reluctant character. Supergirl is a wild card. Supergirl is a wild card in the movie. They find her by mistake, and we don't know where her loyalty sits. It's stimulating, especially because of the vulnerability that the group has, not each of the characters solo, but as a group. They're all very vulnerable. They're a very vulnerable group. The sti the stimulated uh, that stimulated everyone because there's an arc there and there's transformation and they find strength in togetherness. Yeah, I like that aspect of it too because you have old, recent, and new. That's what I said in my review. I'm like, you got old school Keaton, you got recent with Barry, and then you got new with Kara. All right. 
what else we got here? And one of the most exciting aspects of the Flash's team of misfits is the return of Michael Keaton's Batman. Last on screen in Tim Burton's duo Bat Films, of course. Um, there were some interesting, you know, choices when it came to that. Andy fixated on, I'm going to put Batman in flip-flops. That's funny. We're going to see, you know, Keaton in flip-flops. Uh, naturally, flip-flops aren't the only thing that changed in the years since Batman Returns. So this is when we, this is when they talk about the backstory where Michael Keaton's Bruce Wayne has kind of been a little bit. There's not, you know, it's nothing spoilery or nothing right here. It's always a thrill to speculate or imagine what that Batman will, you know, that that Batman will come back. But also the thing that was very exciting to me was basically filling the space of those 30 years where we haven't seen what Bruce is up to. And that was part of my conversations with Michael Keaton. And it was great because we had a lot of fun creating the timeline where we don't, we don't know what he did. And then, of course, uh, they continue. We're not left totally in the dark about how Bruce has been uh, keeping busy, though. There's things that, imp that imply what he was up to, Andy says. You see the technology that he created, the idea that after Batman Returns, he went on for 10 years being Batman, and he did some alterations and improvements to his gear. We see a new Batwing. We see a new suit. Some of the sketches seem new. The Batcave is a little, has been a little bit refurbished. The Batmobile is the only thing that didn't change. I wanted to keep that the same because it's iconic. You don't change that Batmobile. You really don't. And then, of course, talking about Supergirl. Um, and, uh, and then, of course, the double dose of uh, Barry Allen. That was total freedom. Uh, we brought, and then, of course, you know, they, they redact the, the cameo or like some cameos and stuff like that. Of course, talking about the multiverse aspect of it. As long as they were DC characters, everything was allowed. And I made a list of superheroes that I love that I would love to see. And uh, it was a long list. And then for time matters, for pacing, we had to shortlist that a little bit. See, that's what sucks. That's where I'm. That's why I was telling you guys when it came to my review that it feels like, I mean, it moves at a great pace. It does. But at the same time, I just do wish it was longer because I think there could have been more, more in there, you know? And that's why I can't wait to see it again on Thursday to take it more in, you know, when they talk about the pacing. The movie is a result of a short list, but pretty thrilled by the superheroes we uh, gather. And then, of course, talking about uh, Michael Shannon as General Zod, and, and then, of course, talking about talking to Zack Snyder. I talked to Zack, and he confirms, but it wasn't technical. It wasn't technical or narrative or anything. I just wanted to reach out and say, hey, because we haven't met before, I just wanted to tell him that we would be respectful to the stuff that he did before and to the cast, and then, of course, and to the cast he put together. Man of Steel, obviously, a foundational, it's a foundational to this movie because the big threat of Zod coming to Earth is a big twist in the story, and it's something that most DC fans know very well. And that's one of the great things that can form the narrative of this movie. And then, of course, they talk about Batfleck. Batfleck. They talk about Ben Affleck coming back. The truth is the multiverse allows everything to happen. As Bruce Wayne says in The Flash, there are infinite timelines and inevitable intersections. That's one of the things that excited me about portraying the multiverse in this movie is that it opens up the possibility to bring people back the moment, uh, a moment that you wouldn't expect, that you least expect. So it would be, so I would like to think that's, that it's not a send-off, we'll see. That's what they're talking about. See, so, so that little last line right there, 
that it's a send-off, but it's not closing the door. That's what a, that's what a lot of us have been trying to say. It's like it's not ending the Snyderverse. It's not saying all this stuff. It's not. It's kind of just leaving doors open for you. Just never know. And that's what's going to be interesting when it comes to James Gunn and what he's doing when it comes to all this. Is like okay, so. Is he going to let maybe possibly if there's some multiverse event that happens, somebody can come back? Is there a possibility that Henry Cavill can come back? Ben Affleck, any of the Snyderverse people or anybody from whatever verse, you know, that can come back. So we'll see. And then, of course, they did talk about uh, how they can't speak of anything that's in the future. Like Andy says, unfortunately, I can't speak. Uh, I'd love to, but this is uh, still too early to talk about, talking about other things. And uh, yeah. They can't do that. It's a little too premature right there. So that's what they're saying, like when it comes to when it comes to all that. So a good interview, a lot of things in there. And I think that's pretty sweet. I know director's cut. Uh, I would love that. I would love that. So, yeah. Um, what are we talking about? No, 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 no. What are we talking about? Tom Cruise as Earth 69 Batman. I like that. That's that's hilarious. That is hilarious. Super hyped. OK, so is there anything? Anything more? Has there been anything more when it comes to when it comes to the the premiere? Oh yeah, there's some more. Oh look at that. Okay, so more deadline stuff. Here, let's go back. Let's go back to the timeline right here. Uh oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Swear to God. <laughs> All right, hold on. Sorry. All right, hold on. We got some more. We got. Oh, oh, oh look who's here. Oh, hold on. Let's let's see. Okay, so first off. Let's get this shot right here. This is pretty sweet. You got to love this. I love you. Love to see it. There's Benny Affleck. And man, we got all three of them right here. Well, that Kirstie Clemens, too. That's nice. Everybody's getting in the shots. We got Ben Affleck right there. It's sweet. Like that. And then, of course, uh, Mrs. Affleck. I think her name is Jennifer or something. Anyways, uh, Ben's looking sharp. She's got some good side boobage. All right. And, of course, there she is right there, Jennifer Lopez. All right, so that's pretty much that. So everybody's arriving. I don't know if there's going to be any interviews or anything like that. If there's any interviews that show up during this, of course, naturally, um, I will, uh, I'll go back to it and we'll, like, hear some of that. We'll hear some of that. So, but let's move on to the next topic. Superman legacy screen tests, whatever I said, test screenings. I know I said that in the opening. I apologize, but Hey, apparently, um, there's some things that were happening when it came to, when it came to uh, deadline that was reporting this back to deadline. And here's the three actors that were saying that they were going to screen test for Superman this week. Nicholas Holt, of course, still in the running. I know a lot of people are like, hey, I thought he was going to be maybe playing Lex Luthor. Maybe he still is. Who knows? But he might be on the top of the list. Who knows? Again, this is all pretty crazy. And then, of course, we have Mr. Corn Sweat, which is the fan favorite out there right now. But then we got this guy right here, which I forgot his name. It is Tom Brittany. Tom Brittany. If you actually listen to him talk, he does sound like Henry Cavill. His voice Kind of does sound like it if you ever heard him talk. So that, those apparently are the rumored three that are going to be doing that. And then, of course, uh, there was a rumor also, or not the rumor, but the fact of the matter is that members of the authority 
will be introduced in Superman Legacy. We already talked about this in the Vodka stream. So, you know, we talked about how we felt about it. And to be honest, I think, I don't know if they're going to be like a central, they're going to be actual villains in the movie, or there's just going to be a presence and a couple members show up. I know there's already people that are already shitting on the idea because nobody knows who the authority is, you know, unless you read comic books. I guess you know, or if you read a, you know, been in Superman comic books. I don't know. To me, when it comes to the authority, when it comes to the authority being at least a part of it, at least like peppered in to that, to introduce them to their movie. I mean, I think that's actually a pretty good idea because if you want to, if you want people to really go and see the authority movie, you might as well put them in at least a little bit into the Superman movie that most likely is going to get more eyes. So why not introduce them? I know some people are poo-pooing it already because, well, because of reasons, but I think it's actually a pretty good idea that that's going to be the case. Yeah, and then, of course, uh, and then one of the things, too, James Gunn, especially since he was Superman Day, and then, of course, let's see, what was I going to, okay, eh, not that. There was also the, yeah, pretty much the uh, the, the three Loises that, we've already, that were on the short list, Brosnahan, Mackie, and the other one, I forgot. They're also going to be testing. And then, of course, people were passing around this screenshot today, or not today, but over the weekend, that James Gunn liked this tweet that featured, obviously, Miss Brosnahan, who was up for Lois, when I guess she got dressed up. They dressed up in uh, entertainment exclusive, you know, as Daphne and and Velma with uh, Alex Bornstein. Uh, so he liked that. So a lot of people are like, "Oh my God!" But I'm like, "Well, you realize that James Gunn did direct a Scooby-Doo movie, so I don't know if we got to look into it too much like that." But hey. She, she seems like to be a fan favorite when it comes to Lois. But speaking of James Gunn, let's go to James Gunn's Twitter because he's been doing some tweeting today when it comes to Superman. Pull this up right here. Obviously, it's Superman Day. Has he shown up to the... Has he hasn't shown up to the, uh, the premiere yet? No James Gunn yet? Oh, man. He should. He should. All right, so starting off... He posted this right here. He posted, of course, talking about the legacy of Superman and just all the different variations of Superman, all the way up to 2013, which, of course, was Man of Steel. It's pretty sweet. And then he talked about this. He, somebody asked him about Superman villains, underrated Superman villains. And I don't. this is probably no indication of... Of a villain when it comes to, oops, sorry, uh, with a, when it comes to a villain, ah, what is going on here? Hold on, sorry. Jesus. What am I looking for? Okay, that window. Oy. Too many windows open. So I don't think this is any kind of indication of, of, of who's going to actually be in here, but he did put out these, these villains right here. He put out Parasite. He put out Silver Banshee, and then, of course, he put out um, Ultra, what's his name? Uh, human something? Humanite? Yeah, something like that. And then, of course, Lady Blaze. So this is no indication, but I think if there, if he was going to put any one of these in there, I think Parasite would actually be a pretty good villain in Superman, to be honest. That's just me, though. I think that would be a pretty fresh villain, different kind of villain. But, I mean, obviously, there's going to be a Brainiac presence. That's supposed to be the case. I don't know, but... I like Grundy. You want Grundy in there? Yeah. But, uh, you know, that would just be something different. That would just be absolutely something different when it, when it comes to Superman villains. And, you know, 
We'll see. We'll see if he ends up putting one of those in there. But to have the authority and then to have like a different type of villain, I mean, we do need a Brainiac. But I'm just wondering if Brainiac is going to be built up like a Thanos. I just kind of wonder about that. Like, is Brainiac going to end up being built up like a Thanos? And then maybe he'll have one of these villains. I just think Parasite's kind of a dark villain when it comes to the Superman world. Consuming people and that could be that could get pretty dark. That seems like it's right up James Gunn's alley. Parasite? That's just me though. And maybe maybe the other ones could also be peppered in there too. Teased. I don't know. There's just a lot riding on Superman Legacy, but I don't know. We'll see when it comes to all that. But I just kinda wonder about Brainiac. But we'll see. Keep you posted. Sure he'll keep us posted. And James Gunn, show up to the flash premiere. What are you doing? Box office. Box office. All right, so let's see how the box office did. I don't know what you guys saw over the weekend. I did see Transformers Rides of the Beast. Wasn't quite sure if it was going to beat out, if it was going to beat out Across the Spider-Verse because it seemed like Across the Spider-Verse is just kind of blown up. Across the Spider-Verse has pretty much made the first one's full box office run in like two weeks, which is great. So here's the uh, box office right here. It uh, it came in second domestically. It was only six million, about six, a little less than six million short of Transformers Rise of the Beast. But yeah, Rise of the Beast was number one. It made a total of almost 80 million worldwide. And they're already talking about uh, the, the Mr. Staple who directed this one. He's already, they're already talking about him doing the, the eighth Transformers. And, uh, you know, no spoilers because, you know, it's still kind of fresh and we didn't really talk spoilers. But I mean, it does, it does seem like they're leading to something when it comes to their a crossover. Yeah. Very, very interesting. But yeah, Across the Spider-Verse, $313.4 million right there. So hopefully it'll continue to have legs. It had a 54% drop. So, you know, not too, uh, not too, uh, too great. Uh, I was kind of hoping it'd be less than 50%, but still not, not too terrible right there. But, and then of course you got Guardians of the Galaxy, which obviously it's just, it still cracks me up because... I see. I saw so many people that that thought that this movie was gonna flop, and it's just because they hate James Gunn, and it's already at. It's it just crossed over eight hundred million dollars. So it's at. Sorry, the um, Chrome is acting really slow right now, but um, it's over eight hundred million dollars. This movie just continues to have legs. I don't know. I don't think it's gonna creep up to nine hundred million. I mean, you never know. Maybe it'll get to eight fifty. But I mean, I don't know how many times I kept hearing. That, oh, yeah, Guardians 3 is just going to flop. It's going to flop. It's going to flop. And nope, it's not going to flop. So I don't know. It didn't flop at all. Um, so it's over at that much right there. And it's just kind of funny. It's just kind of funny when you see that. I mean, let's face it. When it comes to the loud people in the Snyder fandom, they hate James Gunn with a passion, even though Zach doesn't. Um, but hey, anyways, um, and they were just banking on that movie to flop. And I was being told, like, oh, yeah, they think it's going to flop. It's not tracking well. It's not doing any. And then here we are, over $800 million. But uh, apparently that's probably still a flop. I don't know. Remember when uh, Remember when they, were, they said the same thing about BBS, right? That was a flop. You got to love You got to love fandom. You know, you just got to love fandom. Fandom is fun. It's always interesting when you converse with uh, certain individuals that just absolutely loathe something so much and then they'll just move the goalposts they'll bend the truths out there and just be and somehow they'll try to get to the point where yes this is still a flop nobody wanted to see this movie 
it, you know, there's probably people that were hoping that was going to flop because then that would hurt the chances for James Gunn over at DC. I don't know, but it's, yeah, pretty much if it's not a billion, it's not a billion, it's considered a flop, which sucks. Sucks that that's the case. But at the same time, it's like post-pandemic, that's a little hard to get to. Yes, there's been other movies that have made a billion. What was the last one that made a billion? Was it Jurassic Park? Did that come out after Maverick? I can't remember. I know Maverick, of course, did all that. Well, then, oh, no, what am I talking about? Super Mario Brothers, of course. But you can understand why Super Mario Brothers crossed a billion because it was something fresh and it was an existing IP. So naturally, that was just going to... It was going to make that. But I'm just glad that that has legs. This has legs. I'm hoping Spider-Verse has legs. I hope that The Flash has a, a lot, you know, enough legs, too, to get it to where it's not considered a flop. But then again, now all the people that were complaining, I just hate the hypocrisy of people who were complaining back in 2016 because BVS didn't make a flop are now doing the same thing that those people are doing, you know, that whole thing. Again, you got to love fandom. You just got to love fandom. Fanboys. Fictional characters, guys. Fictional characters. It's annoying. Ezra is doing an interview. Uh-oh. All right. Let me go over. Let me do the last topic and then we'll uh we'll jump back uh we'll jump back over there. We'll jump back over there. But uh oops, that's not the right one. Well, I'll just keep that. I forgot to change that. <laughs> I forgot to change that icon right there. Yeah, for the last one. That was for that was from last week right there. So apologize. Uh but yeah, we'll talk about uh Tainich Huerta. Tainich Huerta, right? Am I saying his name right? But yes, uh, like I said in the, the beginning, Kevin Feige must have just been like, damn it, after Jonathan Majors, now we got him. Oh my god. So Neymar, of course, the the guy who played Neymar is now under investigation because um somebody he dated a sax a saxophonist from mexico in mexico named uh, maria elena rios has accused him of sexual uh, just just sexual assault she elaborated about it talking about it on social media it is very difficult to talk about the emotional abuse and abuse of power of a sexual predator who is loved in the world for playing a movie character like uh tanish Huerta, charming in appearance, but great hallmark of narcissist, plus a good helping of victimization. Ouch. And why didn't you report? They say those who live in a, uh, a macho con- country where justice is an, uh, unattainable, where they almost kill you and still they don't believe in you or justice comes. And no, I don't want to be famous. And no, I don't want money because I know how to work. So, ouch. So, yeah, she pretty much put it out there. Not too great. I made it very clear. Uh, she said right here, I made it very clear to them when I left their group that they protect the violent and sexual predator of uh, Tainich Huerta that they did not publish anything about me. They still went to look for me at, at a concert of hypocrites to avoid scandals of their Marvel... L-A-T-A-M movie. Oof. Yeah, she's saying all kinds of stuff right there. So that's interesting. But then, of course, we have... I wasn't going to pull up the um, the full-on website. But Mr. Huerta, he released a statement today. 
a false and completely uh, um, uh, unsubstantiated accusation about me has spread like wildfire and I cannot let it go unchallenged any longer. About a year ago, I dated Elena for several months and I was entirely con and I, it was con entirely consensual at all times, as countless, countless others can attest. And throughout, it was a loving, warm, and mutually, mutually supportive relationship. After it ended, however, Elena began to misrepresent our interactions, both privately and in front of groups of mutual friends. As a result, a few months ago, I engaged a legal team to commence the appropriate actions to protect my reputation and refute these irresponsible and false accusations that can cause great prejudice and damage. Although I am by no means perfect, I know that these allegations are simply untrue. And while I will always work to improve myself, I need to contest claims that are both false and offensive. I am deeply grateful to my family and the people who have supported me and greatly appreciate everyone who is willing to look at the facts and reflect before rushing to an untrue and unjust conclusion. Here we go. But of course, naturally, it's social media. When this, when this article broke, when the accusations broke, immediately people were like, oh, he's a piece of shit. Oh, they got to recast him. Oh, fuck this guy and blah, 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 blah. Which is what we do nowadays. You just see something and you immediately take a side, which I hate. I mean, let's go back to the whole Johnny Depp and Amber Heard thing. That was ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. We all got tired of hearing that. And, you know, but people, of course, took sides, no matter what the evidence was. That's what was sad about that. There was, like, legit, like, evidence that, well, I mean, there was evidence that they were both slimy, but, yeah, people were still taking sides. Specifically, yeah. I mean, I have people that just, that that unfollowed, unsubscribed. Yeah, they didn't like what I had to say about it, even though I didn't take a side. But naturally, this is what we do. But it's, that's why, at first, I was just like, okay, well, I'm not going to take a side, even though I'm seeing that on the timeline. And people are already taking the side. It's like, all right, can we wait a little bit? We got, we should wait a little bit. I'm not saying, I'm not saying either are lying or either are telling the truth, whatever. I'm not saying that. I'm just like, all right, well, let's kind of just wait it out a little bit. Jonathan Majors thing was a little weird at times too, you know? Uh, when it comes to this statement though, I mean, he does kind of say like, I need to improve myself. So I think maybe he had maybe an anger issue or something like that. Who knows? But then she says... I'm not trying to get famous. I'm not trying to do this. I'm not trying to do that. I'm just trying to expose this asshole. So there's that too. Yeah. But I think we should wait. And I'm sure Marvel Studios and Kevin Feige is just like, God damn it. And they're going to have to do their whole investigation stuff. Apparently he's already got people looking into this. But yeah, it's just not, it's not good PR for Marvel. Now you got, you got two big characters introduced into your universe, Kang and, and Neymar. Two big characters, and then both the actors get sexual assault accusations laid upon them. Ouch. Ouch. It's like, what the heck? Marvel has a, you know, they, they pick a type, huh? But it's like, how do you vet something like that, though? How do you know if someone's going to have that? It's not, you can't just go like, okay, so uh, you're here to read for, uh, for Kang or Neymar? Yeah, okay. Have you ever sexually assaulted somebody? Is that, you know, you can't just do that. You just never know when some, something like this is going to happen. But it just seems like it's going to be like a running thing for Marvel right now. Who's next? Who is next? All right.
Let me put that back up. All right, let's get back to... Let's get back and see what's going on over at that Flash premiere. What else we got here? Okay, more pictures, more pictures. Oh, fuck! Treat Williams died. Oh, man. Well, may he rest in peace. Treat Williams died at 71. Well, cheers to, to his family and friends. <laughs> That's right in the middle of all that. Treat Williams. All right. Who's got interviews? I don't see an interview on Deadline. Is it Variety? Oh, yeah, James Gunn is there. So we have that. James Gunn did show up, so don't worry, folks. There he is. There's Jimmy Gunn. Oh, we got Young Barry. We got, we got Young Barry right there. Kid Barry. So that's cool. So James Gunn is, in fact, there. What are we looking at? Rest in peace. I know. I was like, damn, Treat Williams. I mean, I didn't watch Everwood. My mom was a big fan of Everwood. I didn't watch it. But he was in a lot of other things. He was like a good character actor. All right. Somebody said that Ezra Miller. Nah, let's see. Now Marvel has two Ezra Miller situations, right? Okay, is it Variety that's got the interview? Let's check Variety. I thought somebody said that in the chat. No, nothing from Variety. Variety has not posted anything yet. Let's see, James Gunn. Let's see. John Johns, of course. Yep, we always got those people. You know what's sad? Like, uh, the people who hate James Gunn so much. Like when I posted about the Brian Singer, when I posted about the Brian Singer doc, remember last week when I was talking about how Brian Singer is self-financing a doc to talk about his struggles, which of course, if you know what his struggles is, is it's fondling young boys and manipulating young boys and all that stuff, basically like a Kevin Spacey situation. They would bring up James Gunn and I'm like, wow, you guys hate him so much that you changed the subject from Brian Singer, who actually has victims that have come about, testimonies, who got ousted, essentially, from Hollywood, even though maybe he's not fully ousted. Who knows? Because Hollywood's just, you just never know with Hollywood. You want to switch it to James Gunn as opposed, it's just gross. It's just gross. Like, they're like, yeah, you're just going off the, the Twitter, obviously the tweets, from over a decade ago. And I, I admit they were weird. Yes, sure. But they're, you know, you're talking about somebody who actually has victims that have come out and then you're just somebody who doesn't. But you hate this person so much that you're taken away from this over here. Again, isn't fandom great? Anyways. Uh, anything? Uh, motorcycle? Uh, it was a motorcycle accident? Oh, shit. That's how he died? Jesus. So he didn't die of... Because, you know, 71. That's pretty young. And he was he was, he was was kept in good shape. I just thought maybe it was a freak thing. I didn't see what 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 uh, what got him. Uh, what got him? Uh, Benjamin Walsh Fisk there. Okay. Well, I don't see any interviews yet. I just see all the stuff that we saw from the red carpet. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
Ezra is doing interviews. I see a, uh, a shot right there, but I don't think we have video of an interview with Ezra quite yet. I just see a picture of them talking to Ezra. That's it. So nothing more than that. God, that 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 dress that Kirstie Clemens is wearing. Is she wearing like corn husk? <laughs> Looks like she's wearing corn husk. Looks like she's wearing corn husk. All right. I mean, it's a choice. It's definitely a choice. Sometimes these dresses, I, I tell you, these dresses are, uh, they're very interesting that some of these people wear over here. Sasha. All right. Oh, look at that. Even uh, uh, Aldous Hodge, Hawkman. He's there. So that's pretty sweet. But yeah, it looks like. Sasha Kaya really rocks those pantsuits, those suits, right? She just like, she looks like, she almost looks like vampire-ish. <laughs> like she's going to suck someone's blood <clears throat> tonight. All right. Yeah, I don't think there's, no, we don't have the video with Ezra yet. So, well, let's move on to questions. Yeah, this is the only thing that we have right here is this. So, I love the lightning bolts. They're pretty sweet. Man, that hair. That hair is looking looking long and full. Looking long and full. <clears throat> Sasha Kaya. I know, Sasha Kaya. She's got like a interesting like sexiness to her. She definitely does. All right, let's get to questions right now. I didn't post it on on uh whatchamacallit. So we're just gonna uh, I'm just gonna go through right here. Okay, let's we only got a few questions right here on Twitter. So here we go. Eric, hey Dave, been thinking about Batman Brave and Bold. I gotta ask if this Batman is gonna be introduced with Damien. How old is he gonna be? I assume the idea is he can't be as old as Batfleck, but if he but if he's a dad to a kid who could fight, how much uh, younger can he be? Uh he could easily be uh, probably mid thirties. Easily be mid thirties because if, if uh, you know T Talia and him did a little, you know, while he was training, while he was younger, it could be that. So yeah, he could be like you know in his mid thirties, early to mid thirties. If Damien's gonna be about 12, 13. so yeah, he could be. Uh, he'll be much. He'll be at least a decade older, uh, younger than Batfleck was. Uh, Darkness Under the Wind. Dave, question number one. Who would you want to see as the big bad of the DCU? Darkseid or Anti-Monitor? I, I mean, I as much as I would like to see Darkseid again, I just, you know, I want to see... <laughs> I'd want to see the reporter. Darkseid. Uh, Anti-Monitor would be interesting. I'm kind of wondering, but I just almost have a feeling that, I mean, is there going to be that and Brainiac? I just have a feeling that maybe Gunn's going to go for the Brainiac establishing him as a big baddie too but he could could bring in the others as well question two if tanish's uh, ex responds to his statement he made today claiming that he's lying would you see this continuing oh yeah there's no way a statement that statement he put out doesn't clear the whole situation they gotta investigate i'll probably go to court 
Mr. Devon Wooter, hello, Dave. Yesterday was my sister's um, my sister's birthday. Me and her watched Fast X and Transformer Seven. Dave, what is going on? Women coming out, being sexual assault by celebrities. What do you think? You know, I mean, it's I mean, it's good that they're coming out. I mean, especially if it's true, it's good. Like I said, you just need to do an investigation, though, because there has been some liars out there. Can't trust everyone. Uh, and do you think the Flash will beat Transformer Seven in the box office? Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, I don't see the trans Transformers didn't even crack a hundred million over the weekend. I think yeah, Flash will definitely crack a hundred million domestic. I'm thinking uh, over uh, this coming weekend, and that's pretty much it. We got these nuts. All right, so I don't know what that means, but that's Sheldon Cooper. I don't know what that is. Ha, ha. Uh, Brainiac should have been done. Oh yeah, Brainiac uh, should have been done well, a long time ago. Well, I mean, it was supposed. They wanted to do it. Obviously, Superman lives. Uh, they wanted to introduce Brainiac in the Reeves Superman movies, and then of course they wanted to do it for Superman Returns sequel. And then Zach had the idea of bringing in Brainiac, which he teased. If you look at the, you know, Kryptonian, you know, the world changing machine, you see the 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 Brainiac like logo with the three the three circles and you know electricity going through them. So everybody was assuming right there. I remember when people were just looking at Man of Steel like we were doing that like I remember reading up on easter eggs and everything when you know because when it came to the the Wayne satellite there was other little easter eggs that were that were found in like the city shots and everything but a lot of people were going look they're already teasing Brainiac because the world changing machine is like already got like the logo right there so Zach was already placing Brainiac in there at some point but then it just went why not go Batman instead which I appreciate I absolutely appreciate <clears throat> anyways okay Brainiac needs to be let's see Brainiac Lisa what time is Dave going live oh what are you talking about? <laughs> are you talking about when I'm like not when I'm going to stop going live? I'm probably going to stop pretty soon. So I'm just looking and seeing if there's anything more when it comes to the flash. I'm trying to see if we can get we can get like some. Is there going to be video of interviews? That's what I'm kind of just waiting on right now. Right now, it just seems like it's pretty relaxed. Nobody is interviewing anything. So I think we might. I think we might uh, have to wait. We might have to wait till Wednesday's Film Junkie Live. Are Ben and Michael? I haven't seen Michael Shannon. Ben is there. Ben and J-Lo are there. So Ben, oh yeah, Ben's always looking like Bruce Wayne. That guy, there's not a moment when that guy does not look like Bruce Wayne. But, yeah, just seems like. Right now, I'm looking at Flash Film News. Nothing more, but just more pictures. More pictures. Oh, yeah, and uh, what's her name? I, I, I butcher her name, too. Um, Nora Allen. Uh, Marybelle Verdu. Marybelle Verdu, she's there. So. so we got some cool images right there. Sasha looking. She's got that long. Wow, that thing is good. And then, of course, yeah, you got the ladies. The ladies of the flash. The ladies of the flash. There we go. There's the whole group right there. Zazzy pants. Pinstripe. 
And then, of course, uh, Benjamin Walfish, Fisk, Fitch, Fitch. Then everybody right there. Again, again, we saw that. James Gunn. James Gunn, the most underdressed. <laughs> Jeez, I just realized. James Gunn is like, shit, I should have dressed up a little bit more. Maybe he was coming from him. I don't know. But James Gunn is like the most... Un- <laughs> well, it's fine. Whatever. He's uh, he's, uh, he's the leader of DC Studios. He don't need a freaking dress up. Next, next premiere, the premiere of Blue Beetle is going to be showing up like fucking Adam Sandler shows up to his premieres in freaking uh, basketball shorts and a jersey. That's what's going to happen then. Ben looks great. Of course, Ben looks great. He looks healthy. I like it. But uh, yeah, I know Ezra's hair is just insane. Ezra's hair is insane. It's thick. It's full. It's crazy. But yeah, I think we'll, uh, you know, anything that comes out when it comes to interviews, we'll see. uh, We'll talk about it on Wednesday's Film Junkie Live since, uh, you know, we're already going to like almost an hour and a half. And I don't know if anything's going to be coming about. I haven't seen anything from Variety. It just seems like it's been strictly Deadline right now, which maybe Deadline's the only one that's there. Did, Did Warner Brothers, did they do something like that? That'd be pretty crazy. They're like, nope, we're only going to have Deadline because maybe they were too worried about Variety asking Ezra questions. That could be something. Maybe that's it. Huh. Pretty interesting. Pretty interesting. That could be it. That could be it. But but yeah, we'll talk about it more on, on, on Wednesday. Anything that comes out here, we'll talk about it more on Wednesday. Uh, but we'll wrap this stream up right now. And uh, yeah, guys, make sure you guys smash that like thumbs up. Turn that up. Okay, smash that like thumbs up. Subscribe to the channel. If I can find that little thing on a wrap up, up there. Nope, that's not it. Wrong one. I can't find it. Jesus. There we go. Smash the like thumbs up. Sorry, I missed my stream deck. Um, share the share the stream. If uh, if you be you know, it'd be great if you could share the stream. Do that. Subscribe, of course. Make sure you do that. Notification bell. Become a member. Do a members only stream after every Wednesday stream. So do that. Follow me on all the various sock meds out there. You can support the channel too on over on Patreon. And uh, that's about it, guys. All right. Talk to you guys on Wednesday. See ya.